This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old. From the Major Mortgage Man Cave, here's Jason Walker. Well, happy Monday. It is the Jason Walker Show on a uh, beautiful... Got out this morning. I had to start... We have to stain our fence. The uh, the uh, lovely HOA said, you got to stain your fence. So we got to do that this week. Nile, Nile 2.0 for 2020 with Jennifer Boca. Uh, she'll be coming up here uh, on this day in history week and a whole lot more. But uh, we're going to get going today right off the bat because... You know I'm a big fan of live sports, and it was great that the Missoula Mavericks were going to play and hosting a tournament this weekend, and then all of a sudden they weren't. And uh, joining us via the phone, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline from Missoula, is 406mtsports.com, great writer from the Missoula, and Jordan Hansen. Um, first off, Jordan, how's your leg? Oh, I was, I was wondering <laughs> if you were going to ask about that. Uh, little... Little sore, but um, other than that, we're we're starting to move around a little bit better. So. Well, that, that's good news. Uh, so you were hiking? Was it yesterday? Yeah, I was I was hiking yesterday, and uh, uh, and yeah, I was down near Sebai, and um, just was crossing the creek, and I fell and punctured my leg. So that was, oh, man. That was definitely a new one, definitely a new one for me. Tetanus shot? No, yes. Oh yeah, tetanus shot for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but you're a you're like a uh, um, you're a great outdoorsman here, and so yeah. Well, it was the clutchiest thing I've done in a while, and I've done lucky <laughs> things, so I'm kind of uh, kind of just more uh, than anything. Yeah. Fan- fantastic, uh, Jordan Hansen joining us right off the bat here, Jason Walker Show. All right, I've got to ask you this because what happened? They were in the middle of a game, in the middle of a tournament that started what Thursday was supposed to wrap up yesterday, and then Friday the City County Health Board of Missoula County said, shut the whole thing down. So take me through everything that happened, because it kind of came out of nowhere about 5 o'clock Friday night. Yeah, so um, the Lakers were just finishing up their game um, against, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking now, but it, it, the, the Council Lakers and the Glacier Twins were just finishing up their game um, got into a rain delay that got just poured, and we we're, were in a rain delay. Um, they ended up calling the game, but all, all of a sudden, at about just right before 5 o'clock, uh, Ginger Glossen, the president um, of the uh, Mavericks organization, gets an email from the city county health board that, you know, they're they're supposed to be shutting things down. And, you know, they had apparently kind of gone back and forth a little bit. Um, and, and earlier in the day, someone had told me that the sheriff was coming out or, like, you know, people from the health department were were, were going to come out and, you know, see it for themselves and stuff. Um, but apparently that never happened. So, yeah, they're just all of a sudden, you know, they just, you know, 45 minutes later after they got that email, they were like, well, we, we really don't have any options. I think that they were, you know, considering, you know, maybe trying to file an injunction or something like that. Um, but that quickly dissipated. I don't think that there was any serious legal stuff that they felt. But, yeah, um, right on a Friday afternoon, they just, right before 5 o'clock, they, they told them to shut it down, and it, it really took everybody by surprise. And I mean, you know, the, the, the Spokane team had just 
you know, come in, um, you know, and there's an Idaho team as well, too. And you some out-of-state schools um, that were obviously very disturbed, out-of-state teams that were obviously very disappointed in, um, you know, you know, having, they were, having the rest of the tournament canceled. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really strange up in the press box. Someone had just, you know, just said, you know, you know, Ginger just got an email that we had to shut the tournament down and just started asking questions. And lo and behold, you know, it turns out that everything gets canceled. And it was, it was really strange. And um, the, and one of the biggest issues, I think, was the fact that I don't think that the, um, the health department ever actually came out. And that was, you know, obviously an issue with, with the Mavs and stuff like that. But yeah, it was, it was, it was very, it was very strange. I mean, I never thought that in 2020 I'd be in two tournaments that got shut down midway through. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but it is 2020, so maybe we should start expecting this stuff from now on. <laughs> Jordan Hansen joining us here, Jason Walker show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. I felt really bad for uh, for the coach uh, or manager uh, Brent Hathaway, and he didn't hold anything back. Uh, I know he talked to the media, you included, and you know he's embarrassed. He said for for the program, plus heartbroken for the kids. He said, and then he just. He kind of went off a little bit, and he didn't understand either what really took place. Yeah, I think I think my favorite quote from him was, "I'm just frustrated. We want we want an explanation. Basically, I feel targeted. Why is Missoula the county the only place where we where we can't host these things? Yep, I know share publicly, but you know it, it just it's it, it just you know it, it's frustrating that there just seems to be a lack of communication here, and and I, I think it's just causing some 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 real issues. Jordan Hansen, 406mtsports.com, joining us here, Jason Walker Show. I have to ask this because there seemed to be some confusion on the, the number 250. And was that per game that they could have 250? But it looked like the county was counting it for, like, the whole tournament. Is, is that accurate? Correct, yeah. It, it was 250 for um, overall in, in, in the in the. I, I, let, let me let me circle back for a second. So the, the the county defines an event, you know, as like you know, 250 people gathering in place, and they, and they didn't take each individual game as an event. They, they they took the tournament as an event, and you know, and and and, and w- there wasn't you know more than 100 people at the entire ballpark for any of these you know games, right. and. And, 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 you know, they were doing sanitizing and, you know, they had, you know, socially distanced stuff. They had said rows that were marked off that, you know, sit, sit out to, to, you know, create space between people or, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, like, they were, like, you know, doing pretty much everything else, you know, that everyone's doing. And, 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 and I think Brent's other problem, too, and, well, um, frustration, I should say, is that, you know, we have farmer's markets that, you know, aren't socially distanced. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, have, we have groceries. We're not requiring masks and those kind of things. So, like, his frustration as well is, like, okay, well, this is kind of a, you know, catch-22, or not a catch-22, but, it, it, you know, they're doing something, and then why do we have to, you know, do something different if they're not doing these things? And I, I think that's, you know, a, a pretty valid frustration, too. Absolutely. When you look at a farmer's market, you're going to get more than 250 people there. Um, but then how can the city-county health board, Jordan, think that more than or no more than 250 are going to come to a tournament for a weekend. I mean, that's four days, and you've got all these teams. Did they not think baseball is popular in Montana? Well, I, I just I don't think that they I, – I don't know. I, I don't think that they that, – that, that they under that – they that, that their definition is, you know, because it, it just doesn't make sense. And I, I, I don't I, – and, that's, and, that's, and that's kind of a hard question because I, um, we never got a comment back from the um, – the, the health board. Um, so it, 
it, it's just one of those things that it, it's kind of hard to, to, to see what, you know, they're, they're, you know, what they were actually trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the other part is that if they would have came to the ballpark and explained it to the organization and the people there, I think there would have been, you know, at least some more understanding and, you know, maybe they could have at least had a conversation to like, okay, well, if we do this, 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 and this, you know, maybe we can continue, you know, having this tournament tomorrow, if, you know, or, or something along those lines. Like, if there's like ways to like negotiate and like, you know, mediate disputes. And that, I think that that's the issue here, that there is no mediation here. It's just like, you have to do this and we're going to send this, you know, right before five o'clock on a Friday. You know, it, it puts you in a bad spot. Well, we've been in the business a while, Jordan, and we know that five o'clock Friday is a good time to dump, you know, something on the media because nothing's going to happen um, or get reported except for nowadays with social media. It does. Uh, Jordan Hansen joining us. So what, where next? Because I know the Mavs are supposed to host a doubleheader Tuesday. Is that right? Yes. And they will host it. That, that has been like um, confirmed. I, I, I had a source in the, on the, eh, within the, within the program. I told me that they're going to have that. Okay. So well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so they will have that. And, I don't know. It, it, yeah. I, so it, going forward, I think, you know, they'll be able to have all their games, doubleheaders and stuff like that. And I don't believe off the top of my head, I don't believe that the Mavs have another home tournament this year. But it, and the other thing too, is, is this was their Memorial tournament. So, you know, as a Mavs game on Friday night, they were going to, you know, recognize some of their, their, their past Mavericks or their past Mavericks that passed away and you know stuff like that. So it's just, it's just an absolute, just, I don't know. It's almost a PR disaster for the, the city, the city county health department, in some aspects, because I, I just they, they they mishandled this this so poorly. Yeah, no, and to play devil's advocate for a second, I think there's a lot of uncertainty on how to proceed. But after we've seen, you know, since May, we we've been reopened, quote unquote. Um, I think we're starting to figure some things out. But why can we have? certain things happen, but not others. And, you know, like, like we talked about, you know, farmer's market can happen, but we can't play baseball, which just seems ridiculous to me. And I feel for you over there, man. At least you have something to, to cover though. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> for real. And it, it, it has been nice covering a lot of baseball and stuff. And like, you know, and it, it's a naturally social distance sport. It should be the first sport to come back. I mean, MLB notwithstanding, oh, we, we don't even need to get into that, but that's just... I just saw that they voted 33-5, to 5, the Players Union, to turn down the latest proposal. It just <laughs> I, came out a minute ago. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, great. I, we're not going to have a Major League Baseball season, my friend. Yeah, until 2021. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. Uh, real quick, going back to the Mavs in this tournament, they lost a lot of money. Because they had to refund money back to these teams that had paid, in in essence, a lot of cash to come play in this tourney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they um, teams paid a five hundred dollar entry fee, um, hundred or basically hundred dollars per guaranteed game, um, and so they were refunded all the hundred dollars each. They were refunded for each game that they didn't get to play, um, and there was also a, a twelve hundred dollars sponsorship from Warrior Roots um, for the tournament as well, and. Uh, one of the one of those women, I think she was a mom of one of the players, um, you know, said that they were probably going to have to spend that back, you know, as well. And you know, it, it, it's frustrating for them because you know they're about a third of the way, a fourth of the way to uh, um, finishing out funding for their indoor training facility that you know they they, they put together that was you know almost four hundred grand, and you know they were really hoping 
you know, that, that, that this year would, you know, they'd be able to, to get the funding for that. And it's already been tough for them to find, you know, corporate sponsors and stuff because with, you know, the economic downturn and everything else, sure. you know, some of the local businesses, you know, haven't been able to, uh, you know, support, you know, as much as maybe they would in the past or maybe as much as they want to. So, you know, it's, it, 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 you know, a team that's already like, you know, scrambling and trying to find like, you know, you know, uh, money to, you know, continue their, their program. But, yeah. you know, it, and, and, that, and that's just, that's just the, the other tough thing too is, you know, these, these tournaments provide a little bit of boost to the local economy, especially some of these hotels that, you know, have probably been, you know, downturn mm-hmm. start running out 20 rooms, 30 rooms or whatever, you know, that, that starts to, that starts to add up pretty quick. And then, you know, restaurants or anything else. And, you know, so there's a little bit of economic impact for, you know, downtown and the, and the hospitality, you know, business here as well. So, I mean, like these things like impact a little bit larger yep. than, than, than I think we think of. Sometimes. Well, and what's interesting too is it came out, I think it was Friday I read in uh, the Missoulian that the city or the county wanted a bunch of money from the COVID relief fund to pay for some of the, the it's like you realize this tournament would have basically – Given you a lot of money in that community, and then you decided to go ahead and cancel it. So that's on you. That's on the county health board. Um, yeah. For, I mean, put two and two together, people. It, it's not that hard of a thing. We bring people in to play a baseball tournament. You're gonna, they're gonna spend money in your community. Yeah. And and, and, and I get and I get in some aspects, you know, maybe they're nervous about you know out of state teams and stuff like that. True. But again, it goes back to this whole like, okay, you know have everybody, you know, wear a mask or, you know, do those kind of, you know, have some sort of, you know, requirements or whatever that, you know, allow you to, to be able to do these things. Give, mm-hmm. give, give yourself an option when we have options and we have, you know, a, a, the ability to, you know, do some of these things, you know, give, give these teams, give these, you know, you know what these tournaments, you know, options to do that. And I, I guess this has only really been in Missoula, which I think is another frustration as yep. well. And I think Brent, you know, was also a little bit frustrated that, you know, if you're the, if you're the governor, if you're you know, putting down, you know, these regulations and stuff, you know, it, it, it's so hard to, to do this kind of accounting as well. You know, I, I think that there needs to, you know, almost be a little bit more of a, you know, across the board, you know, yep. regulations and, and, and laws and stuff that, that we need to have. But I mean, that's, that's, that's another, that's another conversation. Entirely, but. <laughs> You and I, uh, I feel we could have a lot of conversations on this stuff. Uh, real quick, though, um, it wasn't just baseball. There was a soccer tournament, so let's not forget how much money that soccer tournament was going to bring in as well because it got canceled Friday afternoon too. Yeah, so actually um, they when, when when they tweeted that out, it, it, they had actually already um, canceled it uh, before that. I think, it was, I think it was supposed to start on that Friday and go Saturday, Sunday, but um, a couple weeks before, a couple months before, um, they – they had actually just, you know, decided to, to reschedule it for later oh, in the year. Oh, so yeah. that, okay, okay. Well, well, soccer people are trying to always just get in on the fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Brent mentioned that. And he also mentioned there had been baseball tournaments in town. So I didn't know if he was meaning like 12 new, 13 new teams, something like those along those lines have been able to have tournaments. Because I, I knew in Billings that even before we even started that there was, you know, 12 new, 11 new you know, babies mm-hmm. or, you know, what have you seen, you know, having tournaments and stuff too. So I don't know. It, it, it was interesting. And uh, I know the Mavs are going to the Rapid City tournament, which is obviously a huge one. I'm sure the building schools will be there too. So, you know, I, I mean, there's, there's still tournaments for them to go to, but again, it, it's obviously a lot cheaper to, um, you know, do that than drive, you know, what is it, a thousand miles over to the Rapid City, South Dakota. So, yeah, well, and, 
It's, at least it's not North Dakota. Or North Dakota, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're not traveling to North Dakota, so that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here in Montsee, you're not a true Montanan, so we can make we make fun of North Dakota all the time. So we've got to get you into the North Dakota jokes. I, yeah, I, I guess I didn't realize <laughs> that was much of a thing. I mean, well, I just always just North Dakota people have funny accents, but uh, <laughs> see, good, I like that. that there you go. Uh, the best thing to come out of North Dakota is I ninety, so that's that's a good thing too. <laughs> Um, Jordan, appreciate the time as always. I have a feeling you and I are going to be chatting a, a little bit more as we move forward because there's some uh, news that came out today with California not allowing travel for, to Idaho, uh, which could affect Big Sky Conference games. I mean, there's just a lot. I don't know if we're even going to have a Big Sky football season. So, um, Yeah, it's, I, I think it's looking yeah, worse I, I, and worse. Yeah, I was just gonna say I, I think the next I think the next couple of weeks, the next couple or the next month is gonna be very telling. So yep. we'll yep. see. Well, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Rest that leg, and uh, do, do you have do you have stitches? Yeah, seven stitches. Jeez, <laughs> I, I feel for you, my man. <laughs> just be careful. I appreciate you. Be careful. I appreciate you. All right, yeah, talk I to will. you later. Talk to you later, man. Thanks. Bye. That is Jordan Hansen joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Uh, so there you go. The news in Missoula last week, and really the second tournament that's gotten canceled for, since Memorial Day. So crazy. It's it's unbelievable. And then you got the city complaining that they need money to pay the bills. Well, you would have had a lot of bills paid, my friends, had you allowed this tournament to go on. But All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back on this Monday, and when we do... We're going to check in with Jennifer Bohel in Billings. How are they going to do Nile 2.0? We'll talk about it next. Jason Walker Show on a Monday. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means Mayor McFadden, NMLS number 1246357. A call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail? Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com 
Junior's Anniversary Month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back on a Monday, Jason Walker Show. Major Mortgage Man Cave. Auto Contest Performance of the Week coming up. Had a whole lot more more reaction, too, on a conversation we just had with Jordan Hansen about uh, Missoula baseball. There's been a lot of stuff that has happened uh, over the last few months and a lot of cancellations, and I know that uh, people are wondering what's going on with the Nile, and to uh, chat about it, we bring in on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline the general manager of the Nile. Her name is Jennifer Boca. Um, I told you before we uh, we got going here, I'm, I'm sorry then to... We are, and it is. Uh, thank you for the apology. That's the nicest way I've had a call start yet, and and... And understandably so, people are so very frustrated. Um, we're frustrated with the, the situation. We're frustrated with the results of it. But we're trying to keep in mind the fact that uh, it's just an odd year. And um, we're going to look at it a little bit differently. And we believe that we've come up with a, uh, a pretty dang good alternative to what will happen uh, at the fall show this year as opposed to years past. Um, and we will essentially have oh, I don't know, 18 to 20 days of Nile in October, uh, longer than normal because we've had to spread it out. Um, but I'll let you ask the questions you want to ask, and we'll dive into the details. But we look forward to October, even though it's going to look a little different. Well, I like it a little bit because, you know, I, I've seen the schedule. So you do expand it out and starts really, set, what, September 30th? which yeah. And then runs yeah. through October 18th or so, which is – which is great. Um, you've had to spread things out. And the first question I want to start with, Jennifer, really is because the Nile is so integrated with 4-H and FFA, and that's – we don't think – when we're losing rodeos. We don't think of the 4-H kids as much as we should, I think, when it comes to the fairs and all that. But the Nile is all about FFA and 4-H, and this gives them really a great opportunity to stand out. It does. You know, while it's, again, not going to look the same, the cool thing is we're going digital. We're going virtual. Mm. And a lot of the shows across the country have had to completely cancel, uh, and we haven't. We've had enough time. You know, this hit back in March. Um, we, we sure didn't want it to go this route, but we suspected. So we started to plan accordingly and realized that we could take things virtually across the country. Uh, and we're seeing some other shows that have led the way, led by examples, and had some exceptional turnouts and still allowed all their youth events to happen online, which means we'll see pictures and videos of all of those junior-fed exhibitors uh, livestock um, from our junior lambs, goats, steers, um, pigs, and also our junior cattle breed attendees will get to come in that way. Mm. And then not only the livestock, but we always focus on our fourth grade ag education program. I don't know if you're aware of that, mm-hmm. but we bring 1,800 to 2,000 
fourth graders in each year. And studies show that fourth grade kids have, you know, they're at a stage in their life where they really consume that data and they um, make form their own opinions and they form lifelong memories. And so we bring them in and we give them the insider's view into agriculture and what it looks like and what we're doing and what we're growing. And um, we, we get to see the smiles on their faces as they, as they see sheep in person and cattle in person, et cetera. Well, we're going to take that to their classrooms this year with a digital version. Awesome. That's normally just Yellowstone County. But because we know how far reaching we can be digitally, we're going to take that across the state of Montana and even reach beyond, you know, if, if there are teachers that want that information. That is um, and continue. fantastic. So, yeah, it's cool. You know, it's one of the eye-opening things from this. Why haven't we been taking it virtual? Yes, we focus on the tactile experience of it, but for kids we can't get there, why not bring it to them? So this is something you'll see continue long after this year um, because it's kind of been the light bulb moment for us. Jennifer Boca from the uh, Nile joining us, the general manager, and talking about Nile 2.0 here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um, we do lose some things with the Nile. We lose the ranch rodeo. We lose the big rodeo. We lose a lot that hopefully we can have a big, um, big, bigger deal in 2021. But how much does that hurt uh, the few things? Well, the B-Real Honest, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. um, we, we had to look at this from every different angle and try to figure out a way to continue to put those rodeos on. Um, and it just isn't possible this year. You know, we're facing um, not only exceptionally large overhead from a facility that we lease, but the guidelines and parameters surrounding social distancing would tell us that we can only sell 32 to 40 percent ticket sales um, based on the COVID restrictions or guidelines that we see today. Um, and our sponsors have been hard hit. Uh, the funding just isn't the same as it normally is. You know, right. those sponsors, I mean, I mean, really, when you look at the bottom dollar, we're looking at 30 to 40 percent of our sponsorships for that as well. So many of them are, um, you know, sole proprietors, um, self-employed, really, really great business partners of ours, but they've been hit hard through this. And, and economically speaking, there just wasn't a way for us to come out of this uh, on the right side of the spreadsheet. Um, but we know that by pulling back this year, that allows us an opportunity to be exceptionally strong in 21 and guarantee that the Nile will still get to be going in 21 where, you know, I'm not going to say that the Nile wouldn't be here, but I am going to say that with these restrictions and limitations and guidelines and economic effects, next year would be really tough mm -hmm. if we tried to forge ahead this year. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, GM of the Nile, Jennifer Boca joining us here, Jason Walker show. Um, you're on that committee with Will Rasmussen and, and Wade Sankey uh, that talked to the governor's office a few weeks ago, um, and I've talked to both Will and Wade about it, but what was your takeaway from that meeting? You know, I honestly took away that they they heard our concerns. Um, they were concerned for Montanans as a whole. Um, uh, but. but I'm not sure... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really not sure that there's any way um, to single out a solution other than to throw the doors open and say, 
everybody do what you want to do, which is what we all want to hear. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that there's more to it than that. I know that there's, um, more to the process that they have laid out and, and I can't pretend to understand. Um, my best goal is to hope that we can continue to put on events that are positive for the state of Montana. And to be real honest, I hope that, uh, I hope that all the rodeos around the state, um, come out of this in a situation where they feel good in 21 because why we didn't get the answers that we wanted in that call with the governor. Um, we've got a, a great bunch of rodeos in this circuit with a great bunch of leaders. And I have no doubt that they're making decisions to keep the Montana rodeo system alive and well going forward. Does the governor's office realize how much money is going to be lost between canceled NRA rodeos and canceled PRCA rodeos? I don't, I don't know that they can have any idea. I don't, you know, I don't know that anyone really understands the sheer map of economic impact of this industry. You know, we were speaking of the pro rodeos and looked at somewhere around a $20 million economic impact to the state. And I think that was probably underestimated. Mm -hmm. The Nile alone does about $6.4 million in economic impact to the city of Billings and that community. Uh, we get 63,000 visitors through the Metro Park grounds that week. Um, and, and, and there's so many more like us that do exceptionally large, large things. I wouldn't hate to leave anybody out, but you know, the state fair and great falls, yep. um, and the event in Helena and Livingston and Red Lodge. And, and I mean, everything down to, you know, the rodeos in Conrad and Shelby. And I mean, it's just, it's, so far reaching that I don't think unless you're tied directly to the industry and maybe not even then do you really understand the amount of economics that go into that. It's crazy. Jennifer Boca joining crazy. us here, Jason Walker show. All right. So we were talking, uh, you and, and Josh still getting to, to do some team roping um, and, and some jackpot barrel racings here and there. And how's that going? And what's the plan for the summer for you two? And well, the family well, really. Yeah. You know, uh, of all the positives that could come out of this, um, everyone everyone that knows Josh knows that he's a team roping enthusiast. Um, rope well, in my opinion. I'm sure I'm biased, but I think my <laughs> maybe just a little exceptionally. bit. <laughs> yeah, I think my husband ropes exceptionally well. And you know what? I'm just really lucky to get to ride his great horses and have his guidance as we get to rope this summer. And we're having fun. He's winning money. I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's winning it. But, you know, the nice thing for Josh is we keep our fun separate. So he wins and I just do my thing. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that works. Um, can you guys go to NRA events or, or have you or will you or is it just PRCA you stuff? Know, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know that neither one of us have bought our cards this year for the PRCA rodeos. Um, just looks a little different to us this year. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't blame that on COVID, you know, just focusing on having Cooper and enjoying our little guy this summer. Um, but I would say that as things kind of amp up and move on into the future, then that's definitely something we, we hope to support again, you know, um, rodeos in our blood. It's in our, it's, it's what we exist on every single day. You know, I took a lunch break, from media calls today and, and got a horse worked real quick and, and we'll make sure we rope the smarty this evening. And, and you know, it's, if we're not roping steers, so it's just a way of life. And, you know, more importantly than our way of life, it's a way of life of Montanans. And so we mm -hmm. hate to see these rodeos devastated by this, this illness. And, and 
and more importantly, the economic impact of it. And we just have no doubt that Montana Cowboys and the Cowboys and Cowgirls from around the country, um, they're going to get opportunities in the future and, and they'll get great rodeos that'll come back to this state. The nice thing is we know they're not going to go away. They might be gone short term, but they're not going to go away because true. the people are too dedicated. Very true. A uh, couple final questions for you, but um, you mentioned the Metra, and I know Montana Fair uh, lost a bunch of its stuff. The results of the collective conversations of all that were involved have been very positive. Uh, I think that the Metro will see some outstanding improvements, some outstanding updates and additions, uh, and just allow it to be kind of the the primary location in the state of Montana for all all events, whether agriculture or not. So I think those things are going to be exciting. I think people have lots to look forward to, and and uh, we'll get through this year. There was, I think, this is the tenth anniversary of the tornado that yep. hit the Metro. I wasn't here yet then, but I hear lots about it. Uh, and it's interesting to me that on the 10th year, you know, there's something weird that would affect it, and they start over and rebuild again. And mm. and as they've seen from the results of the tornado, there's been great things with that facility, and I have no doubt that this will be the same way. You know, since that tornado of Father's Day 10 years ago, it was I've seen Elton John and Garth Brooks in there, which is, I mean, you can't get much bigger than, that, than those two just for concerts. And then you mentioned, you know, we didn't have the PBR that was going to be back. Great things to look forward to. We just have to get through the next six months. Yes, fact. And, boy, I tell you what, I, uh, I I don't usually like to wish time away because we spend so much time planning ahead for events. Mm-hmm. But I am really ready for 2021. I think I think a lot of people are, Jennifer. It, uh, it, it's absolutely nuts. Um, so if people want more information on this year's Nile, for Nile 2.0, you guys are calling. I love it. Um, where, where can they go to get all the info? Okay, we just encourage them to check out thenile.org. Of course, everything's on the website and up-to-date. We have lots of social media, so we're out there on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find us about anywhere. Um, and, of course, if anybody's got questions, all of our contact information are on those sites. So just reach out, give us a call. We're always happy to talk about the things at the Nile. Well, we're uh, we're hoping to uh, have you back on in uh, September to preview again what's going to happen in October. And, uh, you, you know, any way we can help out, we definitely will to get the word out here on the Jason Walker Show. And it's always a pleasure to chat with you. I hope to see you at some rodeos this year. Well, thanks. And it's always great talking to you. You know, we're lucky in Montana that we have so many great supporters, and, and you are at the top of that list. So thanks for taking the time to talk about rodeo. Keep the message out there. Uh, we, we look forward to seeing you down the road. I appreciate it, Jennifer. Take care. Thank you. That's Jennifer Boca, the general manager of the Nile. And, uh, yeah, Nile.org is uh, where you can go because it's different. It's virtual. But like she said, it's really cool because the virtual stuff that they're bringing in this year for the Nile is going to continue. So when you talk about the teaching and the learning that Yellowstone County kids were getting just at the in person at the Nile, now it's going virtual. And now you can get, you know, um, kids in Wyoming, kids in you know, all over the state of Montana, North, South Dakota, all over the world to understand what the the Nile is all about. And it's just awesome. And not just the Nile, but ranching, farming, rodeo, livestock. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. And, it, it you know, as that's a great positive that has come out of the negativity of COVID-19 is the Nile now looking ahead into the future. And that may not have happened this early had... COVID-19 happened, and now, like I said, the virtual tour that everybody can go on in October is going to be awesome. Go to Nile.org 
to get more information. Um, Jason Walker Show, the segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. I know we're having some issues with the uh, live streams. We'll have the whole show up on jasonwalkershow.com in its entirety, uh, I think uninterrupted. Um, but uh, I don't know. It, it's like we get a little bit of breeze up here, and our Internet has issues at the at the home studio here um, because we can, it's just it's our Internet provider, I'm telling you. If they were a sponsor, I wouldn't hammer on them, but they're not a sponsor. Maybe they should be a sponsor and give me better coverage and give you better coverage to watch the Jason Walker Show. All right, we're going to come back. we got your auto contest performance of the week just around the corner. Also, uh, I want to talk more about what Jordan Hansen and I talked about at the beginning with uh, Missoula and canceling some baseball. And uh, I'm interested in the rest of the week. we got some great, great guests lined up. Nick McCarville is going to join us tomorrow. It is Pride Month. And uh, Nick's been doing some uh, interviews with, um, I think, Out Magazine. And uh, he's going to join us tomorrow. Luke Denherder will join us in the Major Mortgage Man Cave on Wednesday. He just ran the Gov's Cup without it being the Gov Cup. But the reason behind it is it's, it's Luke. If you know Luke, you know why. And we'll talk to Luke on Wednesday. It's going to be so much fun to have him in the studio. Uh, great, great guy. Also, don't forget, uh, today was the blood drive for uh, hashtag Troy Strong up in Kalispell. Tomorrow is Helena. It is sold out, or fold up, not sold out, full up. In fact, they had to add extra slots to get uh, Mike Van Diesten and Mrs. Van Diesten. Um, I will be there tomorrow. We'll have pictures. And uh, don't forget Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you've got Bozeman, Great Falls, Billings uh, still on the docket. So there's still some openings in Billings and Bozeman, or Billings and Great Falls. So get a hold of Cali Ross, get a hold of the American Red Cross, get signed up. Hashtag Troy Strong and uh, donate blood. What's also cool this week about the donation, not only are you saving up to three lives with your donation of blood, but you're also going to get tested for the COVID antibodies to find out if you've been exposed to it, had it, whatever, or, you know, which is cool. So there you go. Get signed up, and uh, we'll have more when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show. June is anniversary month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Not sure if you guys saw this, uh, on, uh, I think I put it up on Facebook and on Twitter, but uh, we'll read, we'll reshare it. But um, there was this list floating around, and apparently it's a few years old, but it has um, sports that are ranked by difficulty. And man, I, it, I shared it on uh, on Saturday, and there was a ton of people that commented. Um, we're going to talk about this later this week. But ESPN apparently is the one that put this list out um, not too long ago, but it's uh, a few years ago. Sports ranked by difficulty. They have boxing number one, ice hockey second, wrestling is fifth, football three, basketball four, wrestling five. Tennis is number seven. Soccer number ten. Bull riding and bronc riding number 42. Yeah. Number 42. Um, I gotta, we're gonna talk more about this this week. It's just, it's a nut. Um, I got some great responses from, you know, from, from friends on Facebook, um, that, you know, have their own opinions, which is great. But, I mean, Howard DeRozier, his son Carson's fantastic wrestler over at Capitol. Uh, he was five below basketball and football. Says nope, nope, and nope. <laughs> um, Jesse Zentz, uh, you know, racing a marathon, not just running a marathon, but racing a marathon. Of course, Kurt Sinis, a billiard pro, uh, had some in there. Gymnastics was ranked pretty low. Cheerleading is ranked really low. Cheerleading is a sport. I don't know. I, I mean, if you're. Not agreeing with me, you're a sexist. Cheerleading is a sport. Um, there's some great stuff in here, though. Uh, Cassie Turner, who is uh, Miss Last Chance Stampede, 
said as a, as a former football manager, being on the field with the players and also a boys basketball manager, I can firsthand say it's nothing compared to rodeo, which is true. But you got auto racing in there. Um, who was it? Uh, oh, this is a great response. If gymnastics was easy, they'd call it football, is what my daughter says, according to Kevin Tenney over at the fairgrounds. <laughs> it's funny. It's uh, That's funny. Gymnastics, super tough. We're going to talk more about this list. So if you get a chance, I'll put it back up on Facebook and Twitter. But if you get a chance to, uh, to check it out it uh, or, or find it, it's sports ranked by difficulty. And, uh, yeah, give me your thoughts on it because I want to get your thoughts. We're going to talk later on um, <laughs> this week. Crazy. All right, so we talked a little bit about Jordan Han- or with Jordan Hansen about um, money, which uh, to which I replied, um, you were going to make some good money in the community with the soccer tournament and then the, the Missoula Mass Baseball Tournament. Teams and fans spending lots of money in the area, but not now after getting canceled. Well done, County of Missoula, not. They just don't get it. And yeah, it's not a ton of money. It doesn't. It's not going to cover everything lost from COVID over the last three months. But it's you just you just don't get it, people. Not you, listeners. City County Health Department in Missoula County. But anyway, um. There's a great picture Sean Rainey just put up on Twitter from 2019 from the uh, Brawl of the Wild. Um, where it's a photo bomb and he's in it, but it's get, uh, Coach Choate getting soaked and getting a, with Bobby Houck looking on after they just shook hands. Gatorade bath, it's funny. I'm going to retweet that. That's hilarious. Uh, all right, so talked about that. Auto contest performance of the week. By the way, speaking of performance, I had my truck detailed at Auto Concepts uh, a couple of weeks ago. Fantastic job. Oh, my gosh. It, it looked almost brand new. My truck's four years old now. Looked almost completely brand new. And it did a great job. Inside, out, all of, it was awesome. Get your detail done. Father's Day was yesterday, and if you missed out on getting your dad something, I highly recommend getting him a gift certificate to go get his uh, truck detailed or his car, whatever. Get it done. Auto Concepts, performance of the week. I got to give it up to, well, there's, <laughs> there's, I would upset some of the listeners, so I won't go that route. Um, I'm going to give my Auto Concepts performance of the week this week to the uh, town of Jordan, Montana, and, uh, the big saddle bronc competition they had. And I know we've been talking a lot about rodeo lately on the Jason Walker show, but it's something near and dear to my heart. It's also near and dear to um, Montana. And there was a huge, I did not go, but I was going to. Uh, but I didn't because I wanted to just spend Father's Day with uh, the little one. So I did. We took her fishing, by the way, over the weekend. You know what? That's actually what I'm going to do. I'm going to give away two auto contests performance of the week. J- uh, Jordan, Montana, saddle bronc competition they had. But I'm also going to give it up to my little girl, who is two years old, caught her first fish. We were up at Park Lake, caught her first fish. Um, it was fantastic. Super proud of her. 
Um, if you're on my Facebook page, you can see it or Instagram. But it was uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, she caught her first fish, and she had too soon because there is a whole lot of positive uh, COVID tests coming back. We talked last week about Clemson, 23. Kansas State suspended workouts, 13 positives. Houston suspended activities after six. Uh, LSU has 30 or more in quarantine. And that's just with empty campuses in the dead of summer. What happens, um, according to uh, is it Dennis Dodge wrote this article, he says, what's, and I've been saying this exact same thing. What happens when tens of thousands of students are allowed to come back to campus? Not just for summer session, but especially for the fall. What about when the players... Yep, 23 new cases of the COVID. But hey, what do we know, right? Um, John on Podbean, football, number one. Oh, you're uh, referring to, uh, to, the, to the list. I can't, I, man, I don't know if, if people have ever gotten on a bowl. Or gotten on a bronc, bareback is bareback's actually tougher on the body and harder on the body than bull riding. Um, there's no way football's number one, in my opinion. All right, um, thanks, John, for listening. Though I'm gonna have to follow your show. Feel free to call in anytime, John DeVito. No relation to Danny, I believe. Spelled different too. All right, you can listen to us on Podbean, Network One Sports, Treasure State Radio, and uh, JasonWalkerShow.com for a lot more. All right, let's get to On This Day in History. It is brought to you by the Motherlode Sports Bar, Casino and Restaurant. I hope you are able to get to the Motherlode and take Barry Abrams' advice. Tis the law. Won the Belmont. Now we got to wait till September for the Derby, Kentucky Derby, and then October for the Preakness. Will we have a Triple Crown winner? Tizzala looked impressive and was pulling away at the end. So had they ran the full mile and a half, Tizzala would have blown away the field. It was a little closer um, because of the they went a mile and an eighth. All right, uh, on this day in history, here we go. It is uh, June the 22nd. Oh, I forgot to ask uh, Jennifer and Jordan if they like onion rings. It is National Onion Rings Day and Chocolate Eclair Day. 1921. Pavel Nurmi, the flying Finn, ran a world record 10,000 meters. Last week, he history ran a lot, uh, the 5,000 and the 1,500. He ran a world record 10,000 meter on this date in 1921 in 30-40.2. Lou Gehrig hit three home runs in a game. Babe Ruth hit three in a double header for the Yankees on this date in 1930. 1937, Joe Lewis knocked out James Braddock in 18 rounds for his first heavyweight boxing title. A significant moment in African-American sporting history. Joe Lewis, one of the greatest. And then a year later on this date, 1938, a first-round knockout of Max Schmeling at Yankee Stadium. Uh, speaking of boxing, 1979, Larry Holmes knocked out uh, Mike Weaver in 12, or TKO in 12 for the uh, title. In 1981, this happened. Let me see if I can uh, pull it up, and uh, we'll do this. Get here, desktop. This happened in 1981 at Wimbledon. 
You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. That ball was on the line. Chalk flew up. It was clearly it. How can you possibly call that out? How many you can miss? That piece walking over. Everyone knows it's in in this whole stadium. And you call it out? Explain that to me, will you? The linesman called a fault because the ball and it and the no no the, the very fact that there is a spread of chalk as you can see, Mr. McEnroe. So uh, Johnny McEnroe, uh, his "you cannot be serious" meltdown at uh, at Wimbledon, which uh, the ball was in. I don't know what they're looking at, but the ball was in. Anyway, um, if you're missing anything from today's show, you can always go to JasonWalkerShow.com afterwards. We'll put the full show up in its entirety. So, um, yeah. Uh, so there's that. John McEnroe's meltdown. Love it. Uh, so that happened on this date in, uh, what, 1981? 1987, Tom Seaver retired. 1990, Russ Nixon was the manager of the Braves. He got replaced by Bobby Cox, who went on to a Hall of Fame career. Bobby Cox was the general manager. 2014, U.S. Open women's golf at Pinehurst. Michelle Wee won her first major title. I think she's pregnant now, I heard. Congratulations. Uh, let's see. Happy birthdays today. 1876, H. Guy Bedwell. He was a thoroughbred trainer. Why is that important? Well, he was the first Triple Crown winner, trainer, of uh, Sir Barton. Born in Roseburg, Oregon. 1947, Pistol Pete Maravich was born on this date. 1962, Clyde the Glide Drexler. 1971, Kurt Warner. 1978, Dan Weldon was born, passed away in October in a car wreck at uh, IndyCar in Las Vegas. Had a chance to meet him in 2005, the same uh, weekend at Pikes Peak that I interviewed Danica Patrick. Dan Weldon, great, great race car driver. Great guy, more importantly, but uh, he died in 2011. Terrible, terrible uh, track accident. But it was birthday today, 1978. 1990, Florida passed a law in which... It was prohi- it prohibited wearing a thong bathing suit in Florida. I've seen spring break videos. I don't think anybody listens to that law, thankfully. Uh, happy other birthdays today. John Dillinger was born on this date, 1903. Chris Christofferson, 1936. Cindy Lauper, born on this date, 1953. A couple of uh, deaths. Judy Garland passed away in 1969. Today in 1987, Fred Astaire died. And in 1633... Galileo Galilei was forced to read that the Earth or the Pope made the Vatican then admitted it was wrong in 1992, like 300, like almost 400 years later. The Earth rotates around the Sun, not any other way. That is on this day in history. Brought to you by. The Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and a Restaurant. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? Have a great Monday. If you missed anything, we'll have the show up its entirety on JasonWalkerShow.com. The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. Shrimp etouffee. Sounds good for dinner tonight, sweetie. See you back here tomorrow. We'll talk to Nick McCarvel about a lot of things, tennis and more. That's all coming up. Tomorrow at 4, right here on the Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Check it out, marklaroephotography.com. 
Buy that right there. That is Dick Lyman at the Townsend NRA Rodeo. We will see you tomorrow at 4. Have yourself a great day. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.